Chris Hughes. He is one of the co-founders of Facebook. He actually left Facebook back in 2008 to work on Barack Obama's presidential campaign. And he has written a New York Times op-ed piece stating that he believes that the company, that Facebook, has become too powerful and should be broken up. As a matter of fact, he uh, conducted a talk on this uh, the other day. It's going to be released, uh, I believe, later on this evening, uh, the full talk. But some of the snippets uh, have already appeared online. Here is a Chris Hughes talking about uh, the need to break up Facebook. Do you think Facebook is dangerous? I do. The reason that I'm speaking out is because I think Facebook has become too big, too powerful. And here's his thoughts on co-founder Mark Zuckerberg. He is extremely powerful because he has no boss, because there's, been no, there's no regulatory agency from the federal government. So is it time that Facebook is broken up? Is it time finally for Facebook and other social media platforms that are growing in size and influence to be regulated? Let's welcome in Richard Latchman. He is with Ryerson University, and he joins us here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Richard, nice to speak with you again. And nice to speak with you as well. All right, first off, just how powerful are these words, considering where they're coming from this time, from one of Facebook's co-founders? Well, I, I think this is a conversation that's been happening and bubbling up a little more to have some credibility by someone who... Uh, so when politicians try to regulate this, we get pushback saying politicians don't understand technology. A co-founder of Facebook understands technology, so it gives it a lot more credence to have this coming from someone who has those connections and that pedigree. Mm -hmm. uh, is there anything to suggest that Chris Hughes is maybe, I don't know, got some sort of axe to grind with Zuckerberg or, or with Facebook, or is this coming from a, a true and honest place, do we believe? Uh, again, so we, we need to look at the ideas, not any personal uh, things there. They, they were friends. I mean, we can get into the details in their history. He's no longer with Facebook. He hasn't been with Facebook for quite some time. But the ideas are absolutely something that are coming from a lot of directions. They're not just coming from one individual who maybe came up with an idea on their own. These are things that are coming from legal scholars. They're coming from uh, economists. They're coming from people who look at privacy. They're coming from people who look at the health of our political systems and the health of our society. All right, here's what he had to say about to Mark Zuckerberg. He said, quote, the most problematic aspect of Facebook's power is Mark's unilateral control over speech. There is no precedent for his ability to monitor, organize, and even censor the conversations of two billion people. Is that maybe one of, if not the central problem with Facebook, uh, that Facebook is facing uh, moving forward, uh, in your opinion? Well, I, I, yeah, I, I, th I think there's, um, there's absolutely so... There's the power of an entity just because it's big, you know, that it, it has a sort of monopoly power. But Facebook's corporate structure is actually what gives Mark Zuckerberg specifically a lot of power. He owns 60% of the shares. The other percentages of shares that are there can't outvote him. He has individually the ability to decide, here's how we're going to deal with politics. Here's how we're going to deal with free speech. And he does. He, he puts forward his ideas. He puts forward his, his own uh, beliefs and behaviors. So in other large companies, we could say, well, a board of directors would be able to put a, put rein in something. They would look at, you know, it would be a, a variety of people. They'd look at multiple values that are there. In this case, it's, it's Mark Zuckerberg. He really was able to hold on to a lot of the company. And so we want to both look at the individual case of Facebook, but also 
um, it's it's role in society, which goes beyond just Mike Zuckerberg himself. Right, and is that why we're on some tricky ground? Because I think uh, supporters and maybe even Zuckerberg himself uh, might argue that, listen, you can't penalize me for my success. I've uh, grown this company. It's become a huge and influential uh, company, and that's because of my stewardship and my uh, leadership here. And I shouldn't have to be regulated and or penalized just because we've become so big and so influential. So, so we absolutely have to look at not specifically Mark Zuckerberg himself, but the role of Facebook. And this is where we get into antitrust law in the United States. Um, there are controls that, uh, that people can – there are controls that we, the governments have in place in order to try to limit the role and the power of individual companies. Uh, it's just those companies don't, didn't always apply to the kind of thing that social media is. Uh, so if you think of breaking up oil companies or breaking up the telephone company, all of those were built to, to regulate something where we pay. So if I, as a consumer, am paying for a service and a company gets too big, they can charge me whatever they want. And so my rights are not being protected. And that's where antitrust laws have kind of have gone. But in this case, we get Facebook for free. So it's hard to make the same argument that antitrust uh, comes into, the, into play, even though we can also still argue our rights are all not served by Facebook buying up competitors. You know, Facebook bought Instagram. Facebook bought WhatsApp. Uh, this is all one company, and it begins to own more and more of our political discourse, our family discourse, our connection to advertisers, uh, the way political parties want to reach out and get access to us, centralizing all that power in the hands of one company, much less one person, uh, that is not something we've had to deal with before. You know, it's interesting you bring up the parallels of the oil industry and the uh, telephone industry, because as part of the problem here and why it's been so hard to get our arms around Facebook and social media in general is that the, the law has been lagging behind uh, social media and technology. But uh, it's also uh, pretty tough, uh, I think, uh, because, you know, you mentioned that uh, we're on Facebook for free, but I think some would argue it's not really free. We're giving up a lot of our personal information, unbeknownst in a lot of cases, that uh, Facebook is then uh, taking and monetizing. And uh, when you roll that together with issues such as free speech, where, you know, that doesn't really apply to things like uh, the oil industry, this is really kind of a tough kettle of fish, if you will, to, again, wrap your arms around and and come up with the... some sort of real solution. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with you. The government has been hands-off for a long time. Part of that was just letting the Internet figure out what it was, you know, not wanting to over-regulate a nascent industry. The Internet is not a nascent industry anymore. Uh, I don't have to worry about, you know, maybe overtaxing Netflix to understand what it might, you know, uh, and killing its business model. Netflix has a business model. It has destroyed Blockbuster. It has destroyed other things. It's a mature industry. Uh, social media is a mature industry. It's okay to step in now and regulate without fear. Uh, it is, uh, you, you, you're absolutely right in pointing out what exactly we do is subtle. We don't have obvious answers of exactly how we need to engage. But I believe we're hearing this in a lot of different cases uh, around the, the, the big media platforms. So we're talking about should we break up Facebook? Uh, what about Amazon? Amazon has a huge amount of power uh, around purchasing and, and, uh, and the effects on small towns, the effects on businesses. So it's time for government to start uh, you know, understanding what's, what's actually here and, and putting the effort into, uh, I think, regulating. We don't know exactly how we want to regulate. We don't know what speech we want to protect, but it's, it's past time. And I think the general public is, is you know, there have been enough scandals, the Cambridge Analytica scandals, the, 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 um, 
there have been a lot of these kind of political interference scandals where we are ready. Uh, we're calling for our government to step up and, and do something. Well, it sounds as if, uh, particularly, again, uh, one of the first rules of journalism is uh, consider the source. And when you're hearing from one of the co-founders of Facebook that it's time to break this up, that it, it and its leader are becoming too powerful, that really does send uh, shockwaves, I think, uh, throughout uh, the industry, if you will, throughout social media and uh, government as well. And it's going to be interesting to watch what these comments from Chris Hughes, what sort of effect uh, they do have on a government. Uh, Richard, thanks, uh, as always. Really appreciate uh, the time and the conversation. Thanks for joining us. No problem. Thanks for having me. All right. There's a Richard Latchman with Ryerson University.